Hello and welcome to the Squeaky Bum Time Podcast. Mike is back. Mm -hmm. uh, it is Tuesday, January 4th. In this episode, Lukaku gets in his feelings. City win the league twice in a weekend. But first, Mike, you were in love with Tops. Uh, how do you feel about going back to Tops? Uh, are you... Do you think you never wanted to be where you are now, or are you okay with where you are now? You just took the money and went where you wanted to go. Like, oh, how, do, how so... do you how do you handle that? Are you gonna just have a press conference and tell everyone how you're feeling about your old job? <laughs> no, I'm. I I want everyone uh, at the executive level to be fired, tarred, and feathered, and that's kind of how I always feel about that company. But um, you know, you feel the same way. Um, no, I, I was trying to go for a more like you're Lukaku and you want to go back. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Should we start the show over? Because I had no, no fucking no, idea what you were talking about. No, no, it's fine. Just keep going. Just keep going. My uh, bit didn't work because it wasn't no, good. No, I think uh, – you know what's weird, friends? We talk about what we're going to talk about before we hit record. And then like we're like, what the fuck are you – anyway. Um, no, I'm, I'm – I'm, I'm so interested because I'm looking at his stat line right now. Thanks for the great segue. And um, – <laughs> I just don't get it. Like he was better on teams that had literally nothing but him. And anytime he was around a lot of talent at Chelsea at United now again at Chelsea, he's shit. He's, he's by the way, he's not, we, we talked about it. What last week when he had that thundering run uh, yeah. and put everybody like laid waste to people. Like he was a super yeah. villain. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I just, I, he, I don't know. He he catches too much shit. Like there's too much expected of him. Uh, in this res respect, like Tuchel doesn't want to play with a striker. Then why did you buy a hundred million dollar striker? So let's let's get into it. Let me do the scores. And then we'll go deep into Lukaku. We the less talked about my attempted bit, the better. <laughs> and, and we'll and we'll go into it. So first, the score, score, scores. We start the weekend with City. Defeating Arsenal 1-2. Uh, narrative of this game is Arsenal were the greatest team ever that never beat United and, and that never beat City and City 1-2-1. And all the penalties were against Arsenal. This was a crowning of Arsenal, even though they lost. Uh, uh, Tottenham beat Watford. I watched this game. This game was terrible. But Davidson mm -hmm. Sanchez, who, along with Mora, is the number one revivalist and dire for Tottenham. Tottenham have been great. 3-2, uh, Palace versus West Ham. This was Palace playing great, West Ham stealing it, then really stealing it, then West, then Crystal Palace coming back. Then beloved Brentford grab a smash and grab against Aston Villa. This is Gerard's first moment where you feel like, hey, maybe you should have won that game, but you didn't. Uh, XG says Brentford have 0.6 and Villa have 1.2. So Villa dominate that game, but didn't win. Uh, in a battle of the relegation battles, I kind of knew this would happen. Leeds defeats Burnley 3-1. Leeds are good against terrible sit-in teams. That's their whole MO. And then my beloved Brighton crush Everton. They were fantastic. Uh, XG says they didn't crush them. They fucking crushed them. So Brighton go into freaking Goodison and get the win. But, but, but the game of the day and segueing into our, wait, wait. I'll do Wolves 1, Manchester United nil. Uh, United are not better. 
They're the no, same. We need, to, we need to dive into that later in the but, show. Yeah, but, but the game of the weekend but, is 2-2 Liverpool. We've got Lukaku. We've got the best half of the season. We've got up and down and fighting and Pulisic and Liverpool back to their swashbuckling pre-Van Dyke, pre-Allison days. But that's not going to get it done. And City win the weekend with the 2-2 draw uh, at Stamford Bridge. And we go into Lukaku and we go into 2-2 Liverpool-Chelsea. A good game, to be fair. Which looked, I mean, how many times have you seen Salah and Mane just put the screws to teams? Like, like I actually think it was one of our first episodes uh, with the Kepa game with against uh-huh. Mane last year. Yeah. Like, this looked like it could have been 5-0. And it, and it, and it you know, for all rights, it could have been even worse than that. But... Full marks to Chelsea for fighting back. I, um, I, I I disagree. I mean, I thought that I thought that Liverpool got goals. Yes, uh, one was a mistake. Mane uh, Salas was incredible, but I thought that Chelsea were pretty good and really playing well. Sure. But down two nil, and then they got the Kovacic goal, which, which let's completely be, turned the team around. Right, and let's be very clear about this: that goal, like. That's a million to one goal. It's a. It's not. It's not a. Like I don't. I don't want to shit on Kovacic. He scored a, a worldie, right? Yeah. He didn't. He meant to do that. Ish. He didn't mean to, You know, like like the look at how the ball strikes. Uh, it, yeah, the it, foot strikes the ball there. Yeah. Like it's so awkward that it worked out right, and it's kind of tailing far and away from the goal, which it would make sense based on the the diagonal the angle he hit it. But like, yeah. Very, very strange. But to your point, when the up till nil, that, that's been the, the MO many times. Like Liverpool has looked suspect, but they just keep going and going and letting on and, and, and all that. So um, Mendy stood tall for when he what he could, kept them in it, gave them a shot. Um, they get a bounce. And all of a sudden, I mean, porous, porous midfield from, from Liverpool. I mean, oh, the, God, they were had, awful in the midfield. <laughs> who had the pass to Pulisic? Was it Kovacic? I don't. You know what? I can actually look that up. The pass to Pulisic because <coughs> it was. was I bet it, you it was they have. We have got both moves. It was Conte from Rudiger to Conte. Yes, it was a little flip over the top. Conte yeah. was incredible. Both he and Kovacic were just magnificent. To but be it honest. looked like, like it, and they I were think, just so so good. I think that was where um, Konate was. Yeah, that yeah. was Konate's spot, and and. Yeah. You know, they talked about how Matip wasn't there in the open. Like, you felt him on that goal because it's not even just like Pulisic ran past him. It's that he had 30 yards to be like, oh, uh, I'm fucking really open right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and great finish by Pulisic as well. Uh, and and He had missed a couple <clears throat> that that the Chelsea faithful were not pleased with him. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, the one thing that's interesting about this game is it was the first safe standing game officially in the Premier League in 25 years. It got the okay from the great and powerful sainted Liverpool uh, supporters trust who, you know, have the they wear the weight of the 96 slash 98 who were killed at Hillsborough. So they said it was okay. And people had been standing anyway, but the anecdotes from the reporters at the game was that it changed the energy of the game, that it was loud, that it was an intense atmosphere. And the way that the both teams played in the first half was an intense, 
I don't even know the season. An 18 is, I guess, a 17-18 version of Liverpool. Right. It was a frenetic back and forth experience. But let's be very clear. This is a heavyweight battle between two of the best teams in the world. Mm -hmm. The fans are going to bring it for that game. But it, was, but it had extra. It had extra. Although there was no Allison, and I don't know how to pronounce his name, but Kelleher. Kelleher, yeah. Um, I have an anecdotal. He looks like a transitioned woman. <laughs> or man. I don't I know thought... how you say it. But he's got this soft face, this uh, clearly testosterone uh, injection beard, and his hair is so soft. And he looks like a woman who's a man who became a man and a goalkeeper. Speaking Very of science strange. experiments, Very strange uh, looking also <laughs> no clop for Liverpool, which... Oh, no clop, no clop. Certainly but mattered. it was still played in a cloppian manner. I didn't feel oh, like... It's not like Liverpool they're going to change their... It's, it's the... It's hard to quantify how much a manager or a coach missing in these times actually manif- uh, manifests itself into yeah. results or parts of results or a play yeah. or whatever. Uh, I'm certain it's not zero. Um, but it's hard to really quantify beyond on, on, that. On FB reference, they have the manager listed as dummy, because <laughs> they don't. <laughs> mention, which is pretty funny. But I do have to go back to one thing, which I totally forgot. In the first twenty seconds of the game, you had a controversy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mane near does smash his arm into Aspilicueta's face. He gets a yellow. There's no VAR check, or there there is a VAR Look. check. But and I just want to know why they didn't pin him down in the post-match conference press conference and go, hey, explain yourself. Why wasn't that a red card? Because they do that to mm, Harry Kane every fucking time something like that happens. Um, well, they don't, they don't interview Imani because he doesn't speak English, I don't think. Yeah, well, um, I think Harry Kane of, barely I, speaks English. I, I think a lot of – I think the English players get a lot of – or players who speak English well have to actually – do a lot of talking that they probably don't want to do. Uh, I'm glad it wasn't a red. Who the yeah. fuck wants a red in the first minute of the game? It was a forearm. I don't, I don't, I don't. So the, the, uh, I don't want to talk about all this stuff as a thing, but just as a general thing, I don't believe that the founders and the controllers and the creators of these games intended the rules to be applied by the letter of the law. I think it was intended to be applied by the referee in the discretion of a game to ensure that this gentlemanly contest was played in a fair manner. And as the history of these leagues has gone on and become more professional and more professional, are you ready for the stat of the day that's going to blow your mind? The first cards only came out in 1970 at the World Cup. There were no cards before that. Yeah. So this idea that, oh, this is a red. It's always been a red. This is always not true. Football was played with referees simply refereeing without any conversation with the stands of the fans. And were there famous games where there were fights on the field? Yeah, there were. (laughs) But the idea that, but this professionalism of football trying to connect with flow and 24-hour coverage and slow down and slow-mo, it doesn't work. Nobody wants reds in the first five minutes of the game. Nobody no. wanted the fucking Harry Kane ball to be a red. I oh. would have much rather watched that Champions League final that you had without that penalty and a red Why in the first minute of the that? game. Like 37 because, seconds, by the way. Because that is not what we want. We no, want, it isn't. We want 
accuracy that is a representation of the game we want to see, not a these are the rules and this is what the infractions are. Because otherwise, why bother? Because right, because Liverpool Spurs was a really fun game. Yeah. Chelsea Liverpool was an I'd argue for at least half of it, an even more fun game. Yeah. Um, and what we got out of that, as listen. We both, there are, you don't like Liverpool. I don't like Chelsea, whatever. But as neutrals, relatively awesome. speaking, it was, un, you couldn't take your eyes off it. Yeah, it was fantastic. And that is why you watch these things, right? It is yeah. for entertainment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is entertainment. And I mean, it is, it's more and less. It's the least important, important thing in the world. Of course. And or you brought it up, so now I have to. But like, <laughs> you talk to any self-respecting Tottenham supporter, and they won't be mad that we lost to Liverpool in the Champions League final. We'll be we're we're upset that we we never got a fair shot. And that's the thing that like we we expected to lose that game. We had hope. I mean, we had a miracle of miracles going into this fucking thing. We could do anything. But it was taken away from us before we even got a chance to sip a beer and, and enjoy yeah, it, right? I mean, so, I mean it's not the so same, the but thing. it's the same. It's not the same, but it's the, sort of the same feeling that city fans have. It's just like, why'd you not play Fernandinho. Why'd you play Fernandinho? In that well, game? yeah, yeah. Well, that's like, a, like, but that's, you know what I mean? Like, play, play, but give me the give me the opportunity to see the team that I expect, right? Like, right, give yes. me a chance. Don't don't cut my legs out before the game starts. Yeah. It was a great game. Uh, very fantastic. Worth watching the first half for anyway. Chelsea really popped the ball around. Mistakes were made. Chalaba, I don't know what oh, he yeah. was doing. He did something weird. The Salah goal is so well, like Chalaba. It's interesting. It's almost like there's this new trend of knee-high um, balls that, that are coming at a player. And I saw Robertson finish a goal before he got the Gordie Howe hat-trick against yeah. Tottenham. Um, he he finished it with his head. And it was like, dude, you can use your feet. What the fuck are you doing? Because, I, because Mike, did you know I played soccer for one month? I did. Uh, it's really hard to know what to do. Well, I mean, I get the feeling, <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm, look at me. Like you decide my, my to use ass. your head, and all of a sudden you're halfway on the ground. Right. <laughs> look at me with my fat ass, you know, criticizing world class football <laughs> players. But at the same time, like, I guess he probably thought if I, I can't play it back with my foot to my keeper, so I'm going to try and like head it towards him so he can, we can kind of take the, the pin out of this. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, I guess. I, yeah. But like, Look, I mean, it was a, it was a, it's a great it was game. a shit decision, and and it ended up in the back of his end. I thought he played really pretty well for the most Ooh. part of the game after that, which I was happy to see again. Oh, I, oh, Chalaba, yeah, yeah. I, I I frankly dislike both teams. I wanted them to draw, but at the same time, like I don't want to fucking see that kid, you know, get buried like that at home. No. So I was happy to see him have at least a decent run of it out there. Yeah, I thought Alonso was typical. Active. Really, really he was aggressive. He was just part he of the whole game. Everywhere, just drunk driving everywhere in the field. Yeah, looking handsome. Un no sweat on him at all. Pulisic sweating. Not a drum. And he's just perfect. Um, Jota <laughs> Basically, is... he's he's, Perse he's Perseus from Clash of the Titans, the 1981 version. Okay. Uh, Harry Hamlin. He's very okay. Harry Hamlin. <laughs> Jota is... He was anonymous <laughs> was in that game. I thought he was all right early on. He had a couple of really good passes to, to Salah, but like... With, with, it's almost as if like you can't have all three singing at the same time. No. Well, I think in that game they were getting killed in the midfield. That was a game they needed Firmino. 
Yes. So bad, like yes, they did. deathly needed from yeah. you know because Milner and Henderson were just getting like oh, Milner got absolutely <laughs> decimated. He just was they couldn't get near anybody. No, no, and, and I think that's one of the weird things. It was a great game. It was a Conte game. It was a Kovacic game. Petered out in the second half. It felt like it petered out more than it did because there was a lot going on in the second half. But they clearly the energy was gone. And then I think there was a little bit of a realization at the end of the game that. They're both fucked because City, uh, as we transition into the the Arsenal game, that was ridiculous narrative game as well. As we transition into that game, they both knew that they had to win to stay in it. Um, we probably shouldn't transition away from Lukaku yet. Lukaku should have been in this game. For yep. those who don't know, we kind of touched on it really quickly. Essentially, Lukaku got in trouble because of a interview he did with sky italy where he basically does like the italian i love you baby i want to come home he want to go back to inter he <laughs> wanted to go back i love you inter i want to go back why am i at the chelsea i want to go back to the inter so that's basically <laughs> what he does uh in in his broken um congolese uh belgian italian he basically professes his love for inter he wants to go back he somewhat complains about tuco but not not too bad. Just, it wasn't that hey, bad. I wanted to. Pl- I want to play a certain way, and Tuchel really puts the hammer down and is just like, you know what? Fuck you. You're not playing. They needed him, and that was a mistake. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. I mean, if call. you're bringing on Callum Hudson Odoi, you need to bring on Romelu Lukaku, because right? They're pl- because, like we said before, they have six guys that are the same. Yeah, and that was the thing is that like you finally have that striker. Um, but it's almost as if he is so much happier having Havertz in the false nine. Dude, Havertz was awful. Yeah. And he and but he's he is streaky as shit. Yes, he just shows up and gets his goal, and you're like, oh, Havertz did something. I thought Pulisic yeah. was good. I thought, you know, I thought I thought uh Mount is always is always he's he's Chelsea's best player to be honest. Pulisic was was active and did that same thing where he, he just holds the ball for a fraction too long and gets clattered and you're like, "Oh, that's why you get hurt all the time." You're right. like a a shit version of Neymar. Yeah. Who just gets crunched. You're like, "Dude, just let it go." Yeah. <laughs> so he and Pulisic had a couple of good chances and did, did get his goal. But I, I didn't think Havertz did much. They're all the sort of same player, these sort of buzzy guys that needs a focal point. Listen, and without without Lukaku, Chelsea just don't have that. A couple minutes I talked about how Pulisic was wide open down the middle and, and walked to that really nice finish right before halftime. Right? Oh, and then Kelleher had that one save early. Yeah. He, he took that extra touch when that yes. trans guy uh, did the save that I that I talked about. But if you, if you have Pulisic in that role right and going back to what we talked about at the top with like lukaku having that menacing beast run listen you want to punish him don't start him right but you say hey in the you keep him in the the fold because you see konate you see the whites of his eyes he's fucking worried out there He's and they're all I mean, exhausted. Can you imagine yeah. bringing Lukaku on? After That's what I'm saying. They're fucking dead. In I, the when, did, like, oh. when did they bring on Hudson Odoi? I can't. I don't remember maybe. exactly. I have it here. Um, Odoi comes on on 79. Wow. If you I, bring I, I in, right. if you bring in, yeah, <laughs> Lukaku for the last 10, 15 minutes of that he game, he scores a goal. He maybe he does, maybe he doesn't, but he certainly puts Van Dyke and Konate under a shit ton of duress. By the way, um, I don't know. Van Dyke's not as good anymore. It's not 
it's not not starting him. I actually agree with that. Yeah. You need all your guys, you need all your dicks swinging in the same direction. All right. Yeah. I get that. But you you fucking slap him on the wrist. You pull him into the back room. You go, don't you fucking do that to me again. I have to have a show of strength. We're good here now, right? <laughs> yeah. You sit his ass down. He becomes a storyline for the first half and you bring him on. Yeah. I don't yeah. get it. Yeah. He cut off his nose to spite his face. Yep. Basically. And yep. now they're all Drew and, you know, listen. And this goes into, do we want to, I think we go into to City Arsenal. Yeah. Arsenal yeah, narrative here is. Arsenal were fantastic for 40 oh, what minutes. A shame. What a shame. Uh, but you know what? I watched it back and City were really good. It's just City City getting dominated is a 50-50 game because 70, City performances are always 70-30. Yeah. So, yes, Arsenal played well. I did not like the calls that we got. I didn't want to win that game that way. But Granite Xhaka is a moron. And sure he pulled someone's shirt. And... Bernardo knows what to do if you pull your shirt. And the other one is the Odegaard Odegaard foul from Ederson. He stepped on Ederson. It was mm-hmm. super close. The ref made the call. It's not a turn a call you overturn. It just isn't. Right. So so what what do you everything like there's a lot of narrative about the referees being terrible 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 terrible. The fact is under the cold light of day 48 hours later, all the calls were right. So Yeah. I don't know what to say, but apparently, and I didn't see this, the commentators in England for that game were um, Steve McManaman, who's a Liverpool legend, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, Martin Keown, who is just like Arsenal lifer. And they're just like annihilating City. Just like they're destroying football in the commentary. Like, this is a disgrace. They're like... This is the kind of shit that City fans have to go... Like, I'm not a conspiracy theory person. I get it. The fact is, City's narrative is not compelling. We're not a top four fan base in the world. We're not and a top Arsenal four fan base in England. relatively speaking, dog shit compared to City over the last decade, and that it doesn't matter. Is just, There's just not enough historical value there. No, no, no. And we're not a legacy club. I get it. But right. you know what? In, 40, in 30 years, when we have all the glory and you haven't won and you're holding on to 2004... Good luck. Enjoy yeah. it. Have fun because with that asshole. We're we're gonna win five leagues in seven years. I'm trying to find who was the or other seven, loss. I think it's seven and eleven. What? Oh, it was Palace. Palace. Right. Okay. Callier. So okay. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about the two losses that Manchester City has, uh-huh. and then we're gonna p- compare it statistically to what that valiant Arsenal performance was. <laughs> um, October 30th, Crystal Palace 2, an early goal from Zaha and a late one from Gallagher. This is the game where Laporte gets sent off, I think right before or right after halftime. Um, after. And it and it all kind of just unravels from there. They get a late yeah. one, whatever. Yeah. Even with 10-man Manchester City, uh, 68% possession. <laughs> Palace, 32%. Yeah. Three shots on target. Again, playing a full half of football with an extra man. Mm-hmm. Three shots on target. Okay. Mm-hmm. They win 2-0. All right. That's nice. August 15th, El Dushico part one for the year. Uh, opening day, no Harry Kane, right? For Spurs against City. Um, oh, I remember well. We talked about, we talked about how the, the stadium came alive and how great it was and all that stuff. So North London versus Manchester City part one. Um, shots on target, three. Possession, 34%. 
Spurs win one nil. Spurs were gritty. They were great at, but they were they were lucky to get the win, right? And we talked about it uh-huh. that you know Loris made some amazing saves early, kept them in the game. They get their goal and they locked it down. They did what they needed to do. R.I.P. Nuno. Um, <laughs> oh, the good old days. <laughs> oh, the good old days. January first, Arsenal one, Manchester City two. Okay, Arsenal two shots on target, seven total, twenty eight percent possession. I mean, okay, they go. Yeah, up but, early. But, but what about the first the first half? You know, they were hitting us. It was a break thing. It was, yeah. uh, it was Saka and Martinelli. But, Listen, I watched the game. City were in trouble. They were on the ropes. Uh, by the way, me. XG City do not have a loss in XG. Oh, I believe that. Yeah, <laughs> they, their their loss to Palace was a draw. It was one point one each. With yeah, by was, the way, again with a man down for the fucking yeah. entire second half. Yeah. So you're gonna tell me that. Of those three games, the of the ones I just described to you, in fact, I shouldn't have told you the scores, right? That Arsenal was a valiant effort in defeat. It sounds like Liverpool redux, you know? It's like... Well, I mean, I, I think the other thing is just, it's all narrative, it's all context, right? Liverpool, in the first, in the first, the first three games of the season, Arsenal get annihilated. Every time they play a big six team, they get destroyed. Right. The city had put five on them. It was right. a... It the narrative was a coming of age game, right? Oh, a boy. we're here. I, 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 it doesn't matter whether it's real or not. No, it's no, no, it is. You're absolutely right. It's very unfortunately real, but yeah. I just find it annoying. So, no, not even just amusing from <laughs> such a banter club that has the balls to sit here and say, Hey, you guys beat City on, on opening day, right? Like without Harry Kane, put it in the trophy case, like suck my dick. You're doing the exact same fucking thing. So I don't want to hear it from you fucking worthless lot because you like, you know what? Two, one city win. Oh, put it in the trophy case. Oh, douchebags. It, was, it was great. It was great to Fuck get the off. goal late. Uh, city didn't play well. They didn't deserve it. Like we never get the thing is city. Don't get this win. This is not the type of games we win. We, we fucked them up and lose and whatever. Let's but, talk about injury but, time for but, a second. But Rodri, but Rodri going into the, yeah. the Arsenal end oh. and taking his shirt off and just shit flying. Fuck the you! Oh, that's, that's so Rodri. not City. That was Rodri. so great. Oh, it was so it was, it was so, so personal. Yeah, he it was, was like, so fuck. You. It was dare I say Fantastic. it? It had hints of Neil Mope. Um, yes, my guy, Neil Mope. It did, it did. And so we talk about <laughs> it was injury time. Mope, you're right. We're talking about extra time for a second. <laughs> Rodri, 93rd minute winner, oh. right, to beat Arsenal. Meanwhile, just down the road, Davinson Sanchez in the 96th minute saves Tottenham's bacon. Well, they were away, but I forget what it doesn't matter. What um, and now Spurs are two points behind Arsenal with two games in hand uh-huh. for fourth place. And, so and how the, about you the, guys chew on a, that a, one for a, a little bit? And a top five world coach. Right, with, with Conte. So, yeah. so do me a favor, Gunners, if you've made it to this point in the show, which I'm so confident you haven't, even though I've sat on the fact that I fucking hate your existence to this point. <laughs> Suck my balls because there's two points separating you and me and we can duff both of these games and draw them and we're still going to be ahead of you we're still going to be uh, ahead let's of just you. let's just keep in mind right now in the xg per 90 we're not Tottenham we are now in the top four yeah right at a half a goal per game right absolutely uh, so you're actually on quality of performances sure 
in the top four. And and this goes back to what we've said a handful of times over the course of the first th- four months of the season is that there's no such thing as a fourth place team this year. There's only a bunch of seventh place teams. And unfortunately, one <laughs> of them has or, to... Or, to put it more positively, there's a bunch of fourth place no, teams. No, and no because that, place that alleges that one of these teams belongs in Champions League and none of them fucking do. Okay? Yeah, but you're um, as good as a bad germ. But the thing is, I just, I take I take umbrage with that because if yeah, okay, them get into the Champions League, they will spend the money to get a champions league-ish squad oh how foolish you are <laughs> oh and, and speaking of champions league squads we should we should talk about man united who played today and got their oh. asses kicked <laughs> that was the biggest ass kicking of a one goal game in a while and and from from a team that does not attack we, that sucks that doesn't it attack sucks. and additionally can't finish Right, we've no. talked about it all year. No, are they, they are the, the worst? They're the opposite of Mope. They're the yeah. They're <laughs> they, the third yeah. worst goal goal return so far this year. Yes, they are bad. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, second best defense as well, obviously, which is why they yeah. are where they are. But why they're where they are. I mean, yes. we talked at length about how Adama Traore couldn't hit water if he fell out of a fucking well, boat. He came on. He made. He caught. He he caused the problem. He always causes problems. He just doesn't cause problems that end up with the score being changed. Yeah, I think and the Jimenez thing for them is really bad. Like he can't. Score. I thought he was better today. Uh, he was, he, he was, was taking shots, but he was. I don't know. He he feels like there is, but 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 the 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 thing was was that the Ragnick thing's not working. There was no Bruno Fernandez. Like United were Oli-ish at at best. Yeah. yeah. The the other cool part of this is like Phil Jones out of the fucking wilderness <laughs> comes back after yeah. two years injured, whatever, broken legs, takes Harry Maguire's place, and it was their best player. Yeah. Like he was all over it. He Good stuck his. He did a classic Phil Jones face on the floor, boot to the face thing with the crazy face. He does that. Ronaldo does nothing. United are still fluttering and flustering. I'm surprised, frankly. I thought that Rangnick would grab something out of this team. Maybe he's not the right coach. Maybe he only needs he needs to be at under twenty three teams. Maybe he's more of a a a technocratic kind of guy and maybe united need inspiration i don't know but i will say and you know it and i know it when they signed Varane and cristiano this was a top four we're gonna win the league club and now that team whatever version of that team there was is gone and it's not gonna happen like it's lost that they're i still disappeared i still think they're they of Arsenal, West Ham, Spurs, United, and you have to say Wolves because they just beat them. Um, I think United are comfortably the most likely to finish in fourth out of that group. I don't think uh, so anymore. I did when I looked at the schedule, but now I don't think so. Yeah, that's kind of, I mean, they've still got a game in hand on Arsenal and West Ham. So it basically erase the, the deficit that they have. Their biggest competition is Spurs, which... That wasn't a joke, right? Like, I genuinely think it's between Spurs and United for four at this point. Well, here, here's the um, thing. Like, remember we were talking about all those games, right? The easy games that they had, Brentford, Brighton, now canceled. So they didn't get those easy gimmies. They drew against Newcastle. That was supposed to be a gimme. Yeah. They did beat Burnley, fine. But now they have West Ham coming up. Burnley, West Southampton, Leeds. Yeah, they still have the shit schedule still. I mean, I mean. just... It's just not, like how do they not 
fucking get this done. I'm not too concerned about them. They have dropped. They have left points on on the on the table. And by the way, so is Spurs recently. Um, yeah, but so that was I, a, that was a, that that draw you guys got was that was a win. You got that, that's that. I mean, that was not. Oh, it wasn't a win because I bet on them to win, and they don't give you uh, uh, moral <laughs> right. Victories. But the, but you had a whole half <laughs> with a man down. Like that was tough. That, that was tough. You know what? You still need Erickson. I hear he's available. Yeah, he is for free. Um, yeah, except if he dies on the field. Except if he dies, and you have a bit of an insurance mess on your hands. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I just. Oh God. <laughs> I look. Give me one uh, one game for United. I forget exactly who they were can't like canceled. So they're two in the hole. They're only one on on their top four rivals, if you will. And like I said, one less than Spurs uh, as far as uh, games in hand. I think the question is is like I always are, focus on that too much. By the are way, are they <laughs> no? Yeah, are they better than West Ham as a team? Yes. No. No, I think they are as a unit. No fucking chance. No way. You know why? West Ham do not have Ronaldo. They're still in Europe. They don't have a Ronaldo. And they're and, and as a function of Europe, they're gonna get as and, and with all the games that they're gonna have to make up in the back half of the year, they are gonna be taxed a lot. United is going to be able to weather that storm way more comfortably. Um and there's nothing that has shown this season that that unit of 15, 16 players has in them to play as a unit and win games without De Gea saving their ass and Cristiano maniacally trying to get goals for himself. This is what I'm talking about. I don't think it takes that much more to finish ahead, uh, that much more than literally that, (laughs) to finish ahead of Spurs, West Ham, and Arsenal. I don't. I genuinely don't. We have to. I think we have to assume, though, of – we have to assume that – Arteta, who I put in as coach of the year for the first half. Sorry. That's fair. Mine would have been Ar- That Arteta <laughs> is improving that team, that they will beat anyone beneath them, right? All right. And that Spurs are now at a a real top four. Like, they're at Pochettino – Bad Pochettino, like middle Pochettino yeah, era. They're not, not a top not Pochettino, ascendant, but they're close. But middle Pochettino. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the 80 point Pochettino team. Sure. Yeah. Right. No, or maybe even fair. the 78 teams, right? That's you need, fair. It's going to be, if you get to 70, 75, you're going to get, the, 75 would be killer because I think, I think Chelsea will finish on 75. Like they're going to slip. Yeah. But if you get to 70, you're going to get that fourth place team. Hmm. I mean, the thing that I still have reservations about with Spurs, and you saw it two games in a row now, including one where they didn't they didn't have equal competition for a half, you know, a full half. Is things um, like that happen, right? The the non finishing stuff. It's not even the non finishing stuff. It's the uh, let's play it out to the right. Oh no, let's play it out to the left. They're literally abandoning the entire middle of the field because they, because don't, they don't have, have a anyone. Passer. They don't have anyone. They don't have a, uh, a locksmith, as they say, right? Like they don't have anybody. Isn't it? Who's got some patience? To, it's supposed to be Lacelso, right? Yeah, don't even get me started with him, man. No, it's, it's supposed, supposed to be Ndombele. It's not. It's supposed to be Ndombele, right? And so, <laughs> the weird thing is that they, they look as much as we'll say they miss Erickson. What they miss is Musa Dembele, because 
Moussa Dembele that's made... Already, that's five years ago, though, dude. Yeah, dude, that's my fucking point. <laughs> no, it was three years ago. It was it was, it was what about January. This? What about this? Chance. Play Kane as the 10. Just do it. Just yeah. do it. Go buy go buy Lukaku. Let him let, uh, let him or, or let him come back with uh, content. Joke about that. Just play Bergwine, Son, and Mora, and let Kane play deep. Yeah, he's not. He's not. Yes, he's a finisher, but he's the one. He's the one. He doesn't thing need is, to be in the box trying to fucking get his head on things and all that. Yeah, shit. no. But the Fuck thing it. is that his instinct is he's a he's a tremendous passer, and I've said that a million times on the show. But his, I still want him being. If you is, think about like he, the, the two he, low blocks, is he, is he challenging Inacho to be a nine and a half? <laughs> no, no. Well, I mean, I think he created it before Inacho did, but like, but does he? Is is he really a nine and a half? No, he doesn't want to be. He 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 always has become one out of out of necessity. I'm making right? dick jokes. You're not going with me on it. Jesus. Christ. Oh God damn it! <laughs> Would you we? We don't rehearse these bits. You just come at me with them. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Jesus wow, Christ. You're supposed, to rem- you're supposed to get my callbacks at Ihanacho and being a nine and a half. Uh- no, I remember, but it's, yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm sitting here going through my Tottenham PTSD and you're making dick jokes, man. I just, I'm not on it. I'm not on I They're good dick jokes. I know one. they're football dick jokes. That's why Ianacho wears long shorts. I get it. I, like... I know, I know, I know. I'm trying to bring in other teams to the party. I want all the fans involved. I'm ready to talk about Brighton and and McAllister and the whole gang. Uh, I'm ready for all of it. Good, good, but yeah, you know, I hear you. I hear you on Spurs and trying to get that creative player. And I think that's always going to be a problem with Conte because he needs to, it needs to come from the wingbacks and your wingbacks are not good enough. No, it's weird. I think think Regalon is the right one, but maybe not yet. So, and Emerson has never played wingback. He's 22 years old. Um, He's doing a fine job. I think. Um, His crossing is a little shaky. Yeah. I, He's not okay, but think yeah, about he's not the Trent Alexander Arnold or Cancelo. I mean. Yeah, I every <laughs> fucking time somebody buys a fullback, they're like, "Is he the best? Is he? Yeah, he's crossing pretty good. Yeah, you know, he, he'll have the occasional assist. Oh my! And they do one thing in the first six weeks of their tenure at the team. They're like, "Holy shit, this guy's unbelievable. He's just all right. Yeah, he's, he's pretty okay. good. Every yeah. fullback, including yeah. Trent, including Cancelo, is a liability somewhere." Yeah. Or they're gonna have dips in form, or yeah. what? Like, remember that? Um, I don't know. Eighteen month period where Trent Alexander Arnold looked like he was one of the guys from fucking Space Jam that the Monstars took all their fucking talent. Yeah, like yeah. he was Charles Barkley. In fact, no, forget Space Jam. He's just Charles Barkley playing golf, right? Like yeah. that's what he looked like for yeah. a full year and a fucking half. Yeah, yeah. and now he's well, back to world class again. Can you get so, Trippier back? I think he's available, dude. I mean. He's going, to, he's going to Newcastle, $25 Some million. Shit. Some weird shit happened on the way out there, and I, I always wanted to know more about that. <laughs> yeah, um, he got in trouble. What happened was he got busted for gambling and some some Spanish rules, and they put him on the bench, and then uh, – Oh no no! I didn't mean I didn't oh. mean it. I, I let it go. Yeah, but I remember that when he left Tottenham, he 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 said some shit leaving, going out the door. But by the way, anti-Semitic towards Levy? No, I oh, wish. I, I wish a bit more. I, I wish it was about Levy. It was it was about how some he alluded to Pochettino and there was a sort of a disconnect there and he was his guy. 
um, he was the one who who played him over Kyle Walker near the end, and he's the one that that basically Kyle Walker threw a hissy fit in the last game at White Hart Lane because he wouldn't play him, and he's like, "Fuck you, I'm going to City." Um, uh, but no, I I don't know what happened stuff. there. But it was also the the that was calcified Pochettino. So who the fuck really knows? <laughs> can I can I talk about can I talk about West Ham versus Crystal Palace because that yeah. was a fun game. It was loud. There was no Gallagher. Uh, made me sad. But West Ham scored some freaking badass goals. Uh, Lanzini with the three touch, How about bang, him? Bang, boom into the top corner. Yeah. Why don't Spurs get him? Because he's, he's on West Ham. Now, nah, not anymore. He's not. He's had two, three good games in a row here. Yeah, but you could get Fornals instead. One of those fucking guys is available. Anyway, you know West Ham uh, was... isn't gonna give us a pot to piss in. I know, I know. But I, I like that game because um, one, Chelsea, uh, uh, Crystal Palace were really dominant. Um, there was a another one of these bullshit handballs. Uh, Luka Milivojevic is on his own, takes a couple touches at the edge of the box. It hits his hand. They went to VAR to review and be like, "Oh, handball penalty." I was like, "You know, is this what we want? Nobody wants this. Nobody wants it. Nobody wants that." Anyway, that goes back to our previous thing. But a fun game in West Ham. Get back off on. They're riding the Schneid. They are Schneiding it up. Uh, so they Schneid. They live another day. They're up 3-1, but it got a little bit hairy for them. I like Crystal Palace a lot. Like, even, even yeah. without my guy Gallagher, they're good. And I think um, Vieira was one of these guys where it's like, is he going to be here three months and get fired, or is he going to be there for three years? I think he's past the he's going to get fired in three months period. So oh, they'll definitely. just be there for three years now hanging out. And I there's a lot him. of there's a lot of, like – arsenal sharks floating in the water all trying to like get that i feel like there's like a secret thing of like who's gonna get the city job brewing that's going around <laughs> and I, I i uh i alluded to it i made a joke these united fans that are like you know some guy uh talked about phil jones having the united dna you know wanting to win because he played so well i'm like you mean all yeah, exactly. Uh, but you know, he he showed the fight, like this 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 the ephemeral United Way thing that goes on that right, comes up. Right. And and some city fans are like, will you stop with the DNA? I'm like, hey, wait a minute. We're gonna be talking about DNA after we fucking poach fucking Graham Potter from Everton after he wins the FA Cup, and we're gonna be like lamenting that Cole Palmer has the DNA from Pep after he had two injury riddled seasons at Blackburn. Like, let's we're gonna do it too. So don't <laughs> don't fucking hammer on people for DNA. We're gonna be like Pep DNA is gonna be like our thing in the yeah. 2025s, 2030s. Be like, does he have the Pep DNA? I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> while we're like running through Arteta and Graham Potter gets fired, and we're like. What's happening? I'm like, because Pep was fucking amazing. And we're going to be talking about Pep DNA for fucking ever. And I yeah. just know it's going to happen. And I'm afraid. No, that's like, fair. Like you, you got, you have guys that are like potch DNA. You're, you're yeah. living off it still. You're like Sonny and, and Kane. They still got the potch DNA. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Nuno didn't have the potch DNA. No, no, he like didn't. He gave you guys like identity in this little like captured moment that now becomes your identity for like the next 10 well, years he, until he, you get another. We talked about it and I'll do it again real quick, but it was basically, it was the ethos of the club plus success. Very rarely. This is the only thing that matters. It's all bullshit. No, 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 no. But like, that was the thing is that it, it wasn't right. And it was like, um, AVB and it was all these like managers who, by the way, AVB wasn't that bad of a manager. Um, <laughs> no, no, he was. well, it, 
for what he had. I mean, he had Gareth Bale though. That was fun. He but did, like, he did do the Bale seven. That was under his watch. Okay, six, seven. Fair. Four, well, yeah, fair. Was. But I mean, you could argue that. I mean, okay, no, I'm not going to. Um, yeah, don't talk to me about fucking Paulinho and fucking. No, I was just going to talk about Ernst and Lamella a bunch. And Lamella, oh, Coco, how's he doing? He's doing well. He's he's hurt again. I'm pretty oh, sure. Okay. But well, uh, but you know, he was, punch him? he was crushing it. Uh, he had like five goals in the first like three games. He would have uh, got a red in that Liverpool game. Oh, he would have got a red. <laughs> he would have got a red. And if he played, I would have made a lot of money. On it. <laughs> Coco Lamella just fucking squaring oh, uh, up to Mane yeah. and just trying to punch him in the face. <laughs> it's yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, that would have been fucking legendary. Uh, yeah, I love, you know I'm what? Listening. Let's take a step. I'm going to take a step back. You know what's great about our sort of football growth? We're starting to have weird history with guys, and it's starting to like have time. I'm just like, wow. I looked at something. I'm like, Alvaro. I watched Alvaro Negredo play. That was like <laughs> ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's feeling good. It's like I'm starting to get like my Don Mattingly's. Like that's right. What, we've got our it. old con- contextual value now. Right. I'm like, right. David Silva was so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. That was hey, let's ago. let's keep it with a a, a callback, a throwback, if you will, and yeah. let's talk about how it's the first game that you alluded to it in the open that Gerard loses, where you're like, hmm, right? Oh, like yeah. they drop they drop a one nil lead, they lose two one to Brentford. And this is this this is an inflection point for the Gerard. I wanted to say like the Gerard presidency, right? Because that's how it feels in Liverpool. Like it is a little bit like a presidency, yeah. Right. And so you have a moment where uh, I, I I spoke to this when he took the job. When things start to wobble, like this is where his leadership will shine through, or it will yeah. sort of be found out. Yeah. Um, and so this is if you're a Liverpool fan, you should be watching Aston Villa the next call it month. Right. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what they look, their fixtures look like. I know they're not in the, in the, whatchamacallit, the Carabao Cup, but they got this weekend. We're going to cover it on Thursday. Right. They've got Thomas, to, the, to the fan hub crew that will do a full breakdown of the oh, FA yeah. Cup. We're going to learn about weird teams, Scunthorpe, uh, Kitty Minster. I don't know if they're in it. I'm just using weird <laughs> English town names. Uh, You're just you going know. through tube stops at this point. Um, yeah. Hey, man, Brentford, just a bus stop in Hounslow. Never By forget. the way, <laughs> the best, but not close. And if and if you're listening to the show this deep, please let us know in our Squeaky Bum Time Facebook group what your favorite London tube stop station is. And I challenge you to do better than Cockfosters. Because that one is really, really good. It's Next the last stop, stop on the district line, or Cock like that. Fosters every time. Oh my god! I thought my wife was going to leave me right in the middle of London because I used <laughs> because to yell that. <laughs> no, I'm like Cock Fosters every uh, single time. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I have, I have, I have particular places because I, you know, I had my London time, so it's like Turnham Green, Acton Green, Chiswick Park. Those are my stops, Boyle, Hammersmith. <laughs> oh, I just meant ridiculous names, but no, oh yeah, yeah. I, yeah well, yeah, Shepherd's yeah. Bush is pretty funny. <laughs> Shepherd's Bush is right there up with Cockfosters. That's good. It's good. So, uh, do us a favor. Uh, tell us your favorite London <laughs> tubes up Shepherd's or, Bush or, or any city for that matter. But bonus points if it's in anywhere in Europe. Um, yeah, I, 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 yeah, yeah. There's t- there's tons. But the Villa thing I thought was interesting about that game was both Buendia and Ings. Both had five shots, so I don't know if they're starting to get mm-hmm. that piece together. Because I think if they can connect Bendia and Ings, they'll start scoring goals. I think that's uh, what there they was drew no, it up. 
There was no Mings. There was no Mings, which was probably a problem. And you know what? Fucking Brentford, they will fight to the end and they'll get a shitty fucking set piece goal. And when they're at home, you're just not going to get an easy win. I mean, even City had a hard time there. Everyone goes to Brentford and is like, yeah, this is going to be fine. It's not going to be fine. It's going to be fucking hard. And they're they're taking some skin off your forehead. They're almost like, yeah, they're they're new... Um, their new Crystal Palace. Their new and they're staying up, dude. They're staying up. They're on to around. They're on twenty three yeah. points with nineteen games. That's they remind 46. me a lot of like when Palace first came up. What is that? Like five six years ago at this point. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh, this place is. Fu-. You could hear it through the television. This place is fucking loud. And the style that they play at home, they're not afraid. They're gonna punch you in the mouth. They're gonna keep going. Very reminiscent of what Brentford's been doing this year. So, by the way, um, another moment of our age. Palace have been up. Since 1314. Yeah. Well, I say six, seven years ago. Close. They have been up since Kristan Bull. <laughs> right. The 3-3, three, three, the greatest game ever watched at work in history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, Villa Villa play United twice in a row now. Uh in the FA Cup and then uh in the league at home. They go to Old Trafford in the cup. Uh they, they beat, go they already beat old. They already beat there's no reason they won't beat them again. I'm not There's saying they won't, but but what I'm saying no, is they could lose. But I'm saying like yeah. they're better coached right now. Sure. And then I'm Everton, which is sort of a mixed bag. They should. Oh. I think they're better than Everton. But again, these are not games, and I and I think that there are very few games where you look at you know the the fixture list and you go Aston Villa will get three points that day. They, so, that, that, I don't feel that way about hardly any teams except for like mine. Right. I sure <laughs> shit don't feel that way about my team. But but my point is, is that, again, I if I were a Liverpool fan, I would be watching with a careful eye how this response comes from this. Yeah, these are the moments, right? Two it's- losses on the bounce. One to Chelsea. Hey, it happens. Uh, you know, they're a class team and they, they, they beat you up pretty good. But on the on the back of that, losing a one nil lead to uh, what's a, let's call it what it is their promotion side. Um, a good one, but still, and now you've got a bit of a gauntlet. So I, think I really that, am I curious think, to see how that's the how they thing, respond. The, the thing about Villa, and this is really the difficult piece, is they have the second most losses in the league. Now, granted, they have no draws, but eleven losses is a fuck ton. So Team they're no going draws. for it, but you know, it is it's one of those things. It feels like that Tottenham season where you hardly had any draws. Yeah, they have no yeah, draws. Yeah. They're basically the opposite was of, the of uh, my boys in Brentford, who are who have nine draws. Uh, uh, Brighton, Brighton kicked fucking Everton's ass. Everton finally got their guys back, so we should we'll, we start we can now start judging uh, Rafa Benitez again. DCL's back. Dominic Carvert Lewin, Alan was back. Decore is back. We can now start to judge Everton again. Now that they mm-hmm. actually have their team back together, they just never had enough depth. I will. I have a player who I watch and always think, "How is he in the Premier League?" And it's Michael Keane. He's fucking okay. awful. Yeah. That dude fucks up more shit for Everton than any player I've ever seen. How he doesn't get dropped is beyond me. He's like the new Martin DiMichelis. Like he's trying to do shit and he can't do it, and he's always trying to do it over and over again. Martin DiMichelis. So, that's another one that's like, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, old school. <laughs> yeah. I'm throwing it in there. Yeah, he's got a. He's got a. He was bad before Odomeni was bad. He's got a Dejan Lovren quality about him. <laughs> Ooh, always love bringing up my friend Dejan. Oh, the 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 fly. You know what? Remember we were talking about uh, Liverpool games 
that you that you haven't been able to beat Spurs. I now remember vividly the game you lost. The ball goes over Lovren's head, and he tries to head it, and it's a disaster, and he falls over. Yeah, and I think Kane pops on it, and that, and they just kill Lovren. They uh, media they took him off. Like, yeah, he's the worst defender anyone's ever seen. Yeah, Stevie Nichol annihilated him. So all the memories are coming back to me. Of these oh yeah, they took him off on the thirty fifth minute at Wembley. It was hilarious. Four one Spurs that day. Oh, it's good living. Uh, it's good living. Dejan Lovren. Hey, look, think, we've got a couple he, minutes I, left. I think we got games. In the Champions League final. He did. I don't want to yeah. talk about it. He. Uh, we got games tomorrow. And so let's go through them. I mean, Southampton Brentford as a yeah, we have oh wait, I'm sorry, that's the 11th. I'm an idiot. No, we you have don't. we have two weeks off. We have the FA Cup this week. Well, we don't have games tomorrow. We have games Wednesday, and I should know it's Wednesday because it is a London derby in the semifinal of the Carabao oh, Cup, Carabao. which now is You're the in. most it's the most important trophy there is. And you know, you know that if uh you've been listening to the show for a while, I am full of shit. Um, I have always hated the EFL cup. I always found it to be an impediment to success elsewhere for Spurs. In specifically. Now. You know what? Put all that shit aside. Let's go get a trophy. Let's go take it from Chelsea and Arsenal or Liverpool. It's too, it's, is it, it's home. It, it's two it's legs. back to back uh, Wednesday matches. Um, first one this Wednesday at Stanford bridge. And, and then, then you have back FA cup, and then you have another one. Yep. Yep. That sucks. Um, is that what City's been doing all this time? We're fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah. Why are we stupid? <laughs> no wonder we play 65 games a year. <laughs> oh, no one Pep's a moron. Pep out. What are you doing? Lose these fucking FA Cup games. Lose the Carabao Cup. We could have had two weeks off in the middle of the season all this time. What are we doing? Five-time <laughs> champions of the Caraboo Cup. Get the fuck out of here. That was a <laughs> Yeah, Tottenham's gauntlet is ironically... <laughs> It's it's weird. You got Chelsea and then Morecambe. Uh Morecambe. Chelsea again. It's Morecambe. Morecambe. What an asshole I am. Morecambe. Um, and then Arsenal and Leicester. Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it for me on the show. Morecambe. Um yeah. no, but I mean it's weird because I don't know. You know, I bet you Lukaku plays and scores now. I bet that fucking happens. He's not gonna play in that fucking game. Why they, not? They, because they fucked him. It's gonna be a disaster now. Why wouldn't you run him out there, or at least like have him available? Because like Tuchel's an asshole. Have yeah, you heard? But, you, yeah, missed, okay. you missed me ranting about how much no, no, no. bitching those two fucking Germans did. Oh my Holy god, I know. Shit. Don't get me started. But like, but it was the thing incredible. is, this is this is uh, an olive branch, right? Mm. It's basically him saying, "Yeah, go prove it," right? Like it was it was Mourinho putting you know like Deli Ali on the. You know, the first team for the Europa League against who gives a shit, right? Like, that's basically what this is. And so you basically have Tuchel going, no, here you go. Here's your start. Here's your, like I said, olive branch against the Tottenham side that is going to take this game very seriously. But I don't know how seriously Chelsea's going to take it. I, I just want you to know that you were playing a team in Morecambe called the Shrimps. Okay. So All right. There's dick jokes. There's a lot. There's a lot of. Uh, they have which, a shrimp on their fucking crest. Oh, fantastic! I'm a big fan of Markham. And their their name sounds like more come. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little ironic for the shrimp thing, but. Uh, 
Woo! Nine and a half. Nine and a half. I didn't nine even talk about half. Neil Mope and their Guys, new I think that's um... Mr. McAllister and his new goals. He scored two for Brighton, and he's got his own set of wipes now. I'm pretty sure that is <laughs> that's a we new show record for dick jokes. I think we're at like 10, 11. Nazis out. Dick's in. Dick's in. <laughs> I'm Dick's doing it. In. That was the Squeaky Bum Time podcast with Mike Slurino and Laurent Cortez. We are the football wing of the Chop Reports Network. We record on Tuesdays and Fridays. So be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode or a shrimp. Uh, and if you're listening on Apple, please rate and review the show so that we can grow. And thank you to all the Fan Hub people. Thank you to everyone. We'll be covering the FA Cup. Dicks.